We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Hello, fellow Patriots. Greetings, welcome, salutations, and hump day alohas to you. You are just in time as we kick off the fourth and final hour of the Bobby Mack Electric Radio Program, the bonus hour. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Uh, Just uh, give me a call. Use the Ingalls Advantage talk line, 800-347-1063 or the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number, 71307. So uh, Dementia Joe and uh, Willie Brown's former girlfriend, uh, Kamala Harris, did their joint appearance today in Delaware. The president is now doing his afternoon news conference at the White House. He has already said uh, Democrats have abandoned the American people. Let's pick up a bit. Here's President Trump. This amount of ballots that are being sent at random all over the place. They have no idea where they're going. So they want 25 billion and they want, think of this, they want 3.5 billion. Would you say that's enough to cover it? I think we could do it for less, right? I think we could do it for less. But they want 25 billion for the post office because of this. And remember the new man who is a great person, a great businessman, just got there. A little while ago, the post office has been uh, run poorly for many, many decades. Great people in the post office, incredible people, but they've had very bad leadership for many years, so we'll get it straightened out. But they turned out this bill because they want radical left agenda items that nobody in their right mind would approve. So they want $25 billion for the post office. They want $2.5 $3.5 billion for universal mailing, $3.5 billion. And the bill's not going to happen because they don't even want to talk about it because we can't give them the kind of ridiculous things that they want that have nothing to do with the China virus. It has nothing at all to do with China virus, much of what they're asking for. So therefore, they don't have the money to do the universal mail-in voting. So therefore, they can't do it, I guess, right? Are they going to do it even though they don't have the money? They're asking for the $3.5 billion. They're asking for $25 billion for the post office so they can do this, I guess, and other things. At 25, I would hope it would be a lot of other things, too. But therefore, they don't have it. They don't have the money to do the universal mail-in 
votes. It'll be the greatest rigged election in history. It'll be the greatest fraud ever perpetrated, other than perhaps what they did to my campaign, where they spied on my campaign, President Obama, Biden, and everybody else. And they got caught. Let's see what happens. This will be one of the greatest frauds in history. So they're admitting that they want $3.5 and they're not going to do a deal that's good for the American people. Therefore, they're not going to get the $3.5 Therefore, they can't do the universal mail-in vote. It's very simple. How are they going to do it if they don't have the money to do it? The Democrats are also holding up money for schools and hospitals and small businesses and state and local governments. They tried to stop Americans from getting unemployment insurance and protection from evictions, which is why I took this decisive action. And I did executive orders, which are now in full force and effect. And they're going forward. I signed a directive to provide a total of $400 of additional support for Americans who are unemployed due to the China virus. That's $400 more than the Democrats have provided. Remember that. That's $400 more than the Democrats have provided. Nancy and Chuck haven't provided anything. And remember this. President Obama, when we had a problem, a pretty big problem, a very big problem. You know what he gave? $25. He gave 25 bucks. So now they say, well, we want to give 500 or we want to give 600 They don't want to give. They don't want to give anything. They're not doing anything. But President Obama and Biden, Sleepy Joe, gave $25. 25 And they'll complain, oh, we want to give more. Well, we're giving $400, and that's now in the works, and that'll be getting out to the people soon, Steve, okay? Remember that. $25 is what they gave the last time. 25 I want to make it unmistakably clear that I'm protecting people from evictions. Uh, they didn't want to do that. The Democrats didn't want to do a protection from evictions. People getting evicted because of the coronavirus or the China virus whatever you want to call it. We have 20, now we're up to 21 different names. Uh, all we know is it came out of China and it shouldn't have. They should have stopped it. Under my executive order, HUD, HHS, and CDC have been directed to ensure renters and homeowners that they can stay safely in their homes. They're not going to be evicted. They are not going to be evicted. And those letters have already been sent out, Steve, so you'll make sure of that. I'm providing a payroll tax holiday to all Americans earning less than 100000 per year, meaning bigger paychecks for working families through the end of 2020. That's a tremendous amount of money that's being supplied and given to families. Tremendous. The Democrats didn't want to do a payroll tax. They thought it was too much money, I guess or it would make businesses too successful. They don't want to see success. They certainly don't want to see it before the election. They certainly don't want to see the kind of graphs and charts that you saw up there. They don't, because they say they can't win. With that kind of success, they can't win. They have to get used to it. Remember, we've already gotten $3 trillion in stimulus, so um, they should have probably negotiated a little bit differently.
Maybe they should have asked for all of this before we got most of the money and we gave it out, a lot of it to the people. When we win the election, when I win the election, I'm going to completely and totally forgive all deferred payroll taxes without in any way, shape, or form hurting Social Security. That money is going to come from the general fund. We're not going to touch Social Security. I said from day one that we're going to protect Social Security. And uh, we're going to protect our people. And Social Security is one of the things that will be protected. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. Medicare will be protected. But Social Security will be totally protected under me. Under them, it will not be protected because we will have a stock market crash, the likes of which you've never seen. Your taxes will be doubled and tripled. And your regulations will go through the roof, which is what was causing the problems with the country in the first place. Student loans. I signed a directive providing relief to student borrowers. Not their fault that they can't go to college. I will be deferring payments on student loans at zero interest until further notice. So we're going to take care of our students. We've got a lot of great students out there, and they, they got hit like everybody else. So I will be deferring payments on student loans at zero interest until further notice. The, uh, the president the is uh, reviewing the executive the orders that tax. he signed uh, over the weekend and, and running those down, After which include uh, that uh, holiday, as he mentioned, from uh, payroll tax. That will take effect September 1, and uh, there will be no payroll tax deducted from your paycheck between the 1st of September and December 31st. Uh, the president, I'm sure, will be taking a few questions from his friends in the media. We'll see if we can pick that up when we come back on the other side. Quarter after six here on the Bobby Mack Show. Today's edition of uh, Amazing True Facts is still on the way as well. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela 
is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hit it. Welcome back. 620. We are in the fourth and final hour of the Bobby Mack Show here on uh, Hump Day. Uh, Before we get back to the president at his news conference, Portland's new top prosecutor will drop most charges filed against protesters in recent months, saying he's, quote, recognizing that the right to speak and have your voice heard is extremely important. Uh, yeah, Mr. D.A., it is guaranteed by the Constitution, but it does not include burning, looting, assault, attempted murder, arson. Uh, The action by the D.A., Mike Schmidt, who took office August 1st, likely means hundreds of cases of interfering with police, disorderly conduct, criminal trespass, escape or harassment will be dropped if the allegations don't involve deliberate property damage. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. It was a, it was an accident. Theft or force against another person or threats of force. About 550 cases have been referred to the DA's office for prosecution. Um, of those, about 140 have been for felonies, including assault, arson, riot, and theft of the felonies, prosecutors are pursuing charges in 45 of those 140 cases with arrest either dropped or under review. Think the uh, voters of Portland uh, think that's a good idea? Uh, The top newspaper there reported yesterday that after weeks of unrest in the city's downtown, the main action appears to have shifted to neighborhoods just outside the city, prompting residents to post their concerns on various internet forums. The Oregonian reported that protests in the city are approaching their 80th consecutive night. Residents are taking to online platforms like Reddit to post their growing safety concerns. Meantime, Biden's pick to be, well, not his pick, his handler's pick to join him on the ticket Uh, promoted a group that put up bail for many of these violent criminals. Senator Kamala Harris uh, promoted the bail fund group that several Biden staffers donated to during the protest, which since has posted bail for multiple alleged violent criminals, including an alleged murderer and a previously convicted rapist. By the way, that individual was a guy who was prosecuted and incarcerated twice by Democrat Senator Amy Klobuchar. And now uh, Biden's VP pick is uh, trying to make sure that he can uh, make bail. Truly incredible times. 623, let's go back and pick up a a bit more of uh, President Trump's news conference. Guidance, recommendation that schools reopen. They said reopen. It said, quote, lengthy time away from school 
and associated interruption of supportive services often results in social isolation, making it difficult for schools to identify and address important learning deficits. The doctors also warned about the risk of increased abuse, substance use, depression, and suicide. Suicide. The National Education Association recently stated, despite the momentous efforts of educators during the pandemic, online learning has never been an effective replacement for in-person learning and support. So when you sit at home in a basement looking at a computer, your brain starts to wither away. We have a lot of good experience at that just by taking a look at what's happening in politics. Studies estimate that school closures last spring caused the average student to fall 50 percent behind in math and roughly 35 percent in reading compared to a typical year. Think of that. Caused the average student to fall 50 percent behind in math and 35 percent in reading compared to being at the school, being with your teachers, being in a classroom. We've learned that. We've learned that learning from a laptop is not great. And frankly, we've also learned that uh, telehealth, little unrelated, but it's up 35,000 percent, and it's been incredible. 35,000 percent. We'll check that number, Larry, but that's an incredible. But it, it is. People are staying home, and the telehealth, that has been a tremendous success. We've learned those two things during this period of time with the with the plague, with the plague coming in. And those are two things we know. School closures harm low-income students the most because they have less access to high-quality remote learning. They don't have computers and less resources for academic support. All schools should be making plans to resume in-person classes as soon as possible. To support the reopening of America's schools, we provided $13 billion in elementary and secondary schools toward the CARES Act and CARES Act funding. We're giving CARES Act funding, the vast majority of which remain available for states to use. So a tremendous amount of money, $13 billion. That's the CARES Act funding, and we're giving a large portion of that for states to use. Today, I'm pleased to announce that we will provide up to 125 million reusable masks to various school districts all around the country. My administration also stands ready to deploy CDC teams to support schools that are opening and schools that need help in safety and in order to safely reopen. Finally, today, my administration is highlighting general recommendations for all schools and guidance to protect high-risk teachers and students. We're working very, very closely with many of the schools and school districts throughout the country. They include the following to ensure all students, teachers, and staff understand the symptoms of the China virus, require all students, teachers, and staff to self-assess their health every morning before coming to school, encourage frequent hand washing or hand sanitizing during the school day, beginning upon entrance to school, 
and ensuring that hand-washing facilities are widely available throughout the school. And for the most part, schools have been very good at that. Minimize large indoor gatherings. Hold large gatherings outdoors whenever possible. Maintain high standards of hygiene and ventilation within the classrooms, including keeping windows and doors open whenever possible, and running fans and air conditioning units whenever possible. Require students, teachers, and staff to socially distance around high-risk individuals and socially distance whenever possible in any event. Encourage the use of masks when social distancing is not possible. Okay, President Trump is Post uh, sort of running down a litany here of uh, the uh, requirements, the, the, uh, the metrics, if you will, uh, for a school we reopening. We'll come back and see if uh, he takes some questions from the media. Typically does that on the other side of the news. In the meantime, uh, in on the text line, uh, Mr. McLean, I love and support Trump because he leads with facts that uh, contrasts the liberals' destruction of America, Semper Fi. Uh, Bobby Mack, I love it when the president shoves the truth in front of the cameras. Uh, Bobby, so a local elementary school had a drive-through parade to meet the teachers tonight from 5 to 6. First half of the alphabet and only 20 cars ride through. What great support, huh? Not Bobby, the only health threat at Sturgis would be if uh, to Antifa if they show up. Uh, another texter says, uh, Bobby Mack, bikers are a hearty breed. I predict the only corona passed at Sturgis will be in bottle form. <laughs> and this, Bobby, a few factoids about uh, Kamala Harris. She is not African-American, of course. She's Jamaican Indian, and get this, Irish. She's a descendant of an Irish slave owner named Hamilton Brown. 6.30 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Annie's ready with the news. I'm right back on the other side. Still to come, today's edition of Amazing True Facts here on the Wednesday edition on WORD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
Welcome back. 6.36 now. It's uh, 24 before 7. We are in the last half of the bonus hour here on Hump Day, here on the downhill slide of the week. And without further ado, let's bring in Gary Goodvoice. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, Bob McClain presents Amazing, Amazing, True, True Facts. Thank you, Gary. And as always, joined for ATF by the Bobettes, Miss Moneypenny, back in the studios wearing her hazmat suit. Hello. And uh, is little Annie uh, joining us uh, from the uh, news center as well? Hello, darling. Hello, there she is. <laughs> you guys uh, remember Blockbuster? Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I still have a card somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to go to Blockbuster all the time, get, you know, three, four movies at a time, take them home. And uh, I think before. Oh, a late fee. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, may, you, may still, you may still have a Blockbuster video. Somewhere in I the house. I might. <laughs> yeah, could have. Well, believe it or not, there is the uh, the sole survivor. Blockbuster's been gone, of course, for quite some time. But there is one survivor. The last Blockbuster in the world is in Bend, Oregon. And it is turning itself into an Airbnb for three nights next month. What? what? Yeah, I, I don't I, I don't quite get this concept either, but uh, three families will get to stay overnight and watch as many movies as they want. I wonder how current the movies they have are, though. In any event, they're only charging four bucks a night. Uh, You have to sleep on on the rug? I, I don't know. Uh, you must you must live in the area of Bend, Oregon to apply. The manager says they just wanted to do something fun for the community for to uh, thank them for keeping the last surviving blockbuster in business. Here that's, she is. That's that's awesome. Yeah, you do. Look for it. You'll find it. <sighs> um. The guy who is the guitarist for Toto, boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, boom. Uh, Steve, is it Lukather? Is that his last name? Do you know Money Penny? I or Lukather? Yeah. In any event, he lives in a neighborhood where uh, apparently his neighbors are very diligent about their yard work, <laughs> including getting out there with their leaf blowers at seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, anybody know a rock and roller who gets up at uh, seven o'clock in the morning? A rock and roll guitarist who gets up and said, well, Steve is not in that category either. So he said, hey, that's OK. They're going to get out there with the leaf blowers. I'll go out in the yard and get back at my neighbors this way. <laughs> He's going to bless the rains down in Africa. Uh, yes. How you doing, Money Penny? I am looking for the things you send me, but oh, I do uh, not have that one either. Wait, 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 wait! Uh-uh. Here she goes. Wait, 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 wait! It was stuck in another file. Found it. Aha! Uh-huh. The old stuck in another file trick, eh? <laughs> yep, 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 yep. yep. <laughs>
you know, somehow it kind of loses its effect when it happens a minute after I talk about it. <laughs> it's still pretty horrible. Steve is uh, cranking out a little early morning greeting to his neighbors, teach them to uh, run their leaf blowers at 7 o'clock in the morning <laughs> so and he, uh, wake So he up. has Excellent. his big PV amp out on the front porch, and he is killing it, huh? He's blasting them. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Hey, time to get up. <laughs> I'll use 7 o'clock in the morning leaf blowers. Here you go. Hit it from the top again, Money Penny. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Go. Yeah. Oh, come on, computer. <laughs> wow. you imagine you're asleep in bed at 7 o'clock in the morning and all of a sudden, whoa! <laughs> That's pretty excellent. He's getting down on the neck. Yeah, getting down on the neck. You remember the other, you remember the other day, ladies? What does he say at the end of it? Uh, he said something about... He's yelling, about, good morning. Yeah, good morning. What is it? Yeah. Good morning. You know, good wake morning. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes it all worth it. Yeah. Remember the other day I was talking about uh, the earthquake that uh, knocked me out of bed in uh, in L.A.? Yes. This is worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. Well, you know, uh, it is getting uh, close to uh, supper time here, and when you're hungry, I mean, you're hungry. Uh, you want to eat, and you want to eat right now, right? Yes. Including, uh, including this kitty. Uh, there, there's a miniature piano on the floor, and the cat uh, lets its human know uh, it wants to be fed by playing it like this. Is it time for dinner? When is dinner time? It's not uh. now. You have to wait, Pud. Wait, hell, I'm hungry now. Give me two. Give me two. Cat's name Pud? <laughs> yeah, I think. Or maybe it was uh, Pie Whack or something from, uh, from uh, the old movie from uh, the 50s. Uh, it is Wednesday, and that means it's way back Wednesday. Ah, yes. Pull that up a little bit, Money Pie. Well, we had Blockbuster in here earlier. Another uh, iconic movie marking its 40th anniversary this month, but it's not remembered for being a great one. It was a a stiff, a major flop. <laughs> did, did you all go to the uh, theater and see Xanadu? No, I didn't. I didn't go to the theater, but I've watched it like a million yeah. times. <laughs> Jeez. So bad. That's the movie that inspired the Golden Raspberry Awards. <laughs> For the uh, real stinkers, Xanadu starred Olivia Newton-John, featuring music from ELO, that's who we just heard, Cliff Richard, and The Tubes. Uh, But if this uh, music doesn't make it sound bad, that's because it was the best part of the movie. The soundtrack actually went double platinum. Olivia Newton-John had a number one hit with uh, Magic, 
The title track actually went to number eight. And that on was the it charts. just now. That was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Universal even canceled the press screenings because they took a look at it and said, this is a stinker. If there's, any, if there's anybody out there that <laughs> has never seen it, it is um, people, the, the, the graffiti on the wall comes alive, and there's a lot of roller skating. Oh, God. <laughs> and a lot of, like, um, 80s athletic wear. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like I said, I've seen it a million times. Yeah. Which begs the question, how did how did this script ever get green-lighted? Have you seen some of the movies that come out of Hollywood? Well, yeah, you got a point. Uh, still, Xanadu is considered one of the worst movies of all time. And what's so bad is I'll watch it again. There you go. Yeah. Well, the music is good. You yes, know, the soundtrack, soundtrack to it is great. I had the soundtrack. It's, it's just, you know, the movie was a stinker unless you like workout clothes and roller skates yeah <laughs> oh god yeah you gotta love hollywood they'll they'll, they'll approve in it yeah sure go ahead what's it gonna cost to make it two million bucks who cares go ahead crank it out <laughs> unbelievable uh there you go thank you ladies uh appreciate the assist uh there is a atf for today 14 before 7 here on the bobby mack show be right back Oh, man. Yeah. Got to be careful, especially out there in the weeds. Nine before seven here on the Bobby Mack Show. Texter says, uh, Bobby Mack just shot another copperhead. They're still around. Yeah, they like it when it's nice and hot. You know, those cold-blooded creatures that they are. Uh, about Xanadu, uh, Bobby is a nine-year-old boy. I thought Olivia Newton-John looked pretty good in that movie. Well, as a, let's see, when, when was that movie out? What year was that, Money Penny? Somewhere in the 80s, right? Yeah, it may have been 70s. Let's see, yeah. if you said it was 40 years ago? Yeah, that's right. It that's right, there been, you go. It would have been 1980. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they did say 40th anniversary. Yes. Uh, so, uh, let's see, 1980, as a, uh, as a 30-something, uh, I thought Olivia Newton-John looked pretty good, too. And me? I was eight. <laughs> uh, about uh, the Portland DA deciding, uh, well, you, we don't need to uh, prosecute these people. They're merely exercising their constitutional rights to protest. Yes, yeah, sure they are. Uh, Texter says, Bobby, as my father used to say, you can't bail them out of the morgue. Got a point. Uh, this today from Zero Hedge. While the national polls proclaim... Sleepy Joe Biden as the clear front runner, just like they did for Hillary back in the summer of 2016. Signs of growing dissatisfaction with Biden, who has spent the last five months cowering in his basement in Rehoboth, Delaware, abound, especially as more Americans grow weary of the progressive insistence on economy-crushing, social distancing measures, even in areas where case numbers have declined substantially. They continue to hysterically condemn President Trump, 
for causing 160,000 deaths, the number of Americans who have succumbed to the virus so far, without saying one word about the lapses in Wuhan that opened Pandora's box in the first place. As spread slows dramatically from New Jersey to Arizona to California, Americans consistently rate President Trump as better on the economy than Biden, though some carefully worded polls have pointed to a surge in public frustration with a federal response that has been characterized as slow and inept. Uh, the, what I'm working around to here is that through it all, the mainstream press has doubled down on its progressive slant. And yet, here is the takeaway from this story, all right? Fox News ratings surge, leading the primetime pack despite boycotts as CNN, BSNBC lag behind. Even the New York Times being forced to admit that love it or hate it, Fox News is America's most popular news organization in TV. And as the New York Times reported, while Fox has struggled with several recent scandals, uh, they still are the dominant player. See you tomorrow. God bless. Who was that masked man anyways? Beats me. Who does? The masked man. The masked man beats you? Yep, I wonder who he was. Beats me. Who does? The masked man. The masked man beats you? Yep. I wonder how all this would sound on instant replay. I don't know. Why don't you try it? Okay. Who was that masked man anyways? Beats me. Who does? The masked man. The masked man beats you? Yep, I wonder who he was. Beats me. Who does? The masked man. The masked man beats you? Yep. I wonder how all this would sound on instant replay. I don't know. Why don't you try it? Okay. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.